Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is our review of Captain Phillips. This is Mask Alabama. We are an unarmed freighter. We have a potential piracy situation. Copy, Alabama. You should alert your crew. Get your fire hoses ready. Chances are it's just fishermen. They're not here to fish. Listen up. We have been boarded by armed pirates. Stay hidden at all costs. No one any hostages. We will follow the procedures to lock down, go dead in the water, and wait for help. Stick together. It will be all right. Hey, hey, Where is the crew? I don't know. You think you're playing? You think we're playing? No. If you're going to shoot somebody, shoot me! Hey! Look at me. Sure. Look at me. I'm the captain now. One minute, I kill all your friends. One minute. You come with us! Or I'll get everybody! Hey, don't get in there! Gotta get him off the ship! Not like this! The Navy is not gonna let you win. They would rather sink this boat than let you win. I come to vote. I can't give up. I need sights on target. It was supposed to be easy. I take ship, ransom, nobody got hurt. There's gotta be something other than kidnapping people. Maybe in America. Maybe in America. Captain Phillips, can you hear me? Captain Phillips, can you hear me? All right, everybody, you were just listening to the trailer for Captain Phillips, and the story is as follows. In April 2009, the U.S. container ship Maersk Alabama sails towards its destination on a day that seems like any other. Suddenly, Somali pirates race toward the vessel, climb aboard, and take everyone hostage. The captain of the ship, Richard Phillips, looks to protect his crew from the hostile invaders and their leader, Muse. The pirates are after millions of dollars, and Phillips must use his wits to make sure everyone survives and returns home safely. The film is starring Tom Hanks and Barkhad Abdi. It is directed by Paul Greengrass and written by Billy Ray. Here to join me today for this Patreon podcast review, I have Nicole Ackman. Hi, everyone. Josh Parham. Hello, hello. And Ryan C. Showers. Hello. All right. Listen to me. I'm the captain now. Ah, okay. <laughs> if if Dan Bayer were here, he would have already have said that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Probably. <True>. Probably. Because <laughs> that it would, that would have been the hostage takeover, right? Yes. Yeah. 
He's been finding it for years already. <laughs> I know, I know. It's so sad that we don't have him here with us today. But I am very, very excited to kick off our 2013 retrospective with this Best Picture nominee from a director who, man, I'll tell you, Paul Greencrest, you, you just never know what you're going to get with this guy sometimes. I mean, you, you don't know if you're going to get a great action film, a subpar action film, a weak action film, and then there's news of the world. Anyway, but like, you know, Captain Phillips is regarded as one of his best films, if not his best film, starring Tom Hanks at a point in his career where I got to admit, like, it seemed like there was like a period of time where Tom Hanks was in, I, I would say he was like in solid territory, always giving decent performances here and there. But this was like a true, holy crap, we're reminded of how good Tom Hanks is. And an introduction uh, to Barkhad Abdi for pretty much everybody across the entire world. He was kind of plucked out of obscurity in Somalia and cast in this film. So we are here to talk about it today. I'm going to first start us off with Josh Parm. What do you think of Captain Phillips? Well, I would actually say first that revisiting this movie now is actually the first time I have seen this movie again. I want to say maybe since it's come out. Wow. And... It's not that I like didn't enjoy the movie the first time. It was just one of those things where I didn't really find myself ever thinking about it that much and just sort of put it away as like, yeah, it was a good movie, but there were other stuff from the year that I just was a little bit more passionate about. So I was very excited to come back to this movie and really have the same opinion that it's a really, really good movie. And I find that this is probably like definitely one of Greengrass's best movies. I, I don't know if I could say it's better than United 93, but it's it just in terms of like solid entertainment. It is really, really well done. I think the tension throughout this movie is so well executed and the performances all around, like obviously you've got Tom Hanks and Barkhad Abdi in the center who are the focal points, but I think it's a pretty good ensemble all around I do think that the second half dips a little bit in terms of the momentum, and that's where I do have some issues with kind of the pacing of the movie. But even still, you get the incredible finale, which we will talk about. So, yeah, overall, I think that this is a really, really solidly entertaining movie that I would highly recommend to people. Yeah, I, I, I too, go back and forth sometimes on whether or not it's this or United 93 as Greengrass's best film. I, I do think that maybe United 93 is maybe his best directed film, but this might be his best overall package, if you will, in terms of scale, star power, his style, uh, the writing. I mean, it just feels like it has everything firing on all cylinders in this one, uh, especially compared to the rest of his filmography. What about you, Ryan? Uh, what, what do you think of Captain Phillips? So I really like Captain Phillips. Um, it's funny because back in 2013, I saw Captain Phillips a little earlier than it was scheduled for its wide, wide release. Like the theater um, I go to in State College, um, Pennsylvania, had um, a special early screening of it. And, you know, keep in mind, this was eight years ago. And I, to be honest, I didn't like the shaky camera um, technique that he was. Um, uh, Barry Aykroyd at his finest. <laughs> I don't know why I, I had such a negative reaction to it back then um, the first time. Um, and it turned me off from the film overall. Um, however, I did revisit the film maybe like a month later, and I did really admire it and respect it um, once I got used to the shaky cam, which is, uh, I, I do think it is that it, it's utilized for this film perfectly. 
for like the the action sequences and the type of like story that it's telling with the setting does he overuse it a bit possibly but overall i do think it's an effective film um it's really solid like there's not a whole lot i can say bad about this other than it's just a solid kind of dad movie and i do i do think it is up there with um as you guys were saying as one of his best films it's like the quintessential like Paul Greengrass type of a movie that I think of in my head. Like, you know, we when we when we reviewed News of the World um this past December, we a, a criticism we had was that News of the World didn't feel like a Paul Greengrass film. This feels like the definitive Paul Greengrass type of a movie. Like this is where his uh, like unique style is really um explored to its fullest potential. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey Hey there. there. I'm Hannah. And I'm Audrey. We are a sister filmmaking duo and co-hosts of Sleepover Cinema, our show where we analyze the films that created the collective unconscious of the girls, gays, and theys of the late 90s and early 2000s. Princess Diaries, The Cheetah Girls, Aquamarine, Cinderella, the one starring Brandy. We haven't stopped thinking about these movies since we first saw them, and we want you to rewatch them and review them with us. Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I think there's also a time and a place, you know, for handheld cameras, and most of the time it is uh, to create tension. So if your story is not one that is usually centered around that, I sometimes question the use of it. I'm looking at you, Adam McKay, big short. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> what about you, Nicole? What did you think of Captain Phillips? And I, I need to ask, because this is always a reoccurring theme on these uh, retrospectives, was this a first-time watch? <laughs> I was getting ready to say it. Uh, yeah, so this was a first-time watch for me. Um, anyone who knows anything about my taste in movies will understand why I did not see this movie whenever it came out. Um, but it was interesting. It was not exactly what I expected from it. Um, I'm not going to lie. The first 20 minutes, I was bored out of my mind. And that got better for a lot of it. There also were bits in it where I got a little bit bored because it... it um, it does feel fairly one note for a lot of it. And like, it's it's good at what it's doing, but it, it did veer a little bit maybe too far into like the dad movie territory for me. Uh, I also am gonna admit the shaky camera made me nauseous at parts because it was used for like such long periods of time. So it's the kind of movie that I'm like, it's good, it's well-made. I think Hanks is fantastic. Uh, it's not something I see myself ever willingly watching again. Like I, it didn't wow me, but it's a, you know, for the, for what it's trying to be, it's very good at it. All right. Before I get into my opening thoughts, I need clarification because it's been brought up twice now. What is a dad movie? (laughs) Uh, um, action heavy, typically some sort of like big 
not not action in terms of like it has to have you know fighting but some sort of big uh scale to it i think typically and typically heavy on that and not uh how do i say this uh more interested in action than feelings how's that and it really relies on some form of transportation <laughs> like that's a yes. point <laughs> yes yes <laughs> Like the type of movie you would think of, like steak eaters, um, uh, uh, being appealed to. Like, and I would also argue that like dad movies, they aren't necessarily like offensive. They just kind of exist for what for what they are. Like they just they're they're kind of innocuous. And I actually think Captain Phillips has a very innocuous reputation overall. Like there's nothing controversial about it. It's just plain and simple, and kind of appeals to like older, you know, conventional, you know, straight guys. I don't know. Also, literally, my dad likes this movie. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so is a dad movie a criticism? No. Or is it a subgenre that certain filmmakers can do better than others? Precisely. It's just a subgenre of film. And there are dad movies that I love. Like, um, I like Ford versus Ferrari is a great example of a dad movie uh, and a movie that I personally love a lot. Then there are other dad movies that don't really work for me. Um, but I, I really do believe it is a subgenre of film. <laughs> yeah, it's not a dig. It's just more so just an observation. It's just kind of a box that this movie does fit into. And it's not to be seen as a shady comment. Yeah, no, I, I mean, like I said, it was just brought up twice. So I wanted a, maybe a little bit of clarification on just what you guys meant by that, because I do think when people hear that, they assume things. Uh, so I think it's good to just get that out of the way as to what exactly it does mean. I literally mean if you're looking for a movie to watch with your dad, this is a good one. <laughs> yeah, dad movie is not always a pejorative. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my opening thoughts here on this one. I saw this film at the uh, New York Film Festival uh, when it first uh, premiered, actually, and I found it to be a very overwhelming experience for a multitude of different reasons. Anyone who had previously seen Paul Greengrass's film United 93 or any of his uh, Bourne films knew that he was capable of tension, of action. Uh, but this film really brought about a, a level of scale and concentration, considering it's a very confined movie, even though it takes place out on the open waters. Um, the setting of this film, geographically speaking, is one that only takes place on the main ship and then on the uh, lifeboat ship itself uh, that is only just a little bit away from the main ship at, at most times. So in that regard, it's a very, very confined film, uh, very claustrophobic. And as a result, it has this incredible amount of tension to it uh, that it really is a heart racing, pulse pounding, thrilling experience to the point where, as I mentioned, it's overwhelming. Uh, I got to a certain point where, you know, I know it was mentioned before that when they get to like the lifeboat in the second half of the film, pacing tends to slow down a little bit. But God, did I need it because my, my heart was racing and I've seen this film. This is my fifth time watching this movie. And what I think has been very beneficial for me over the years is every time I've watched this film. It's been so spaced out from the previous viewing that I almost forget that this movie's got an incredible amount of power to it, not just stylistically in terms of like the tension, the editing and so on and so forth. And the uh, the drama that is very rooted in something uh, truly human 
Josh, you mentioned before that the ensemble are all giving these uh, like incredible performances. And I completely agree with you. Everyone feels so real and natural and not out of place. There are no like sub characters that I would consider to be like annoying or overly written to distract from the overall plot. It's just it feels like a bunch of nobodies. And then there's Tom Hanks, who is our emotional center who they set up in the very beginning with the small domestic life with Catherine Keener. Hi, Catherine. <laughs> and he's a blue collar everyman, just like we know Tom Hanks to be as our. Oh, and great. Here's here's a great opportunity for me to say this word. Our dad. He's our dad, <laughs> Tom Hanks. He is. So we're very emotionally attached to him, regardless of what character he's playing, real, fake, doesn't matter. It's Tom Hanks. And when we see Tom Hanks in trouble and in danger and his life being threatened, we get concerned and we get scared. It's almost like the same um, connection that we felt to like Anthony Hopkins and the father. Yeah, he's playing a character, but it's like we're watching someone on screen that we have an emotional attachment to. And I think Paul Greengrass knew exactly what he was doing by casting Tom Hanks in this movie as that everyman character who can take command of a situation. Plus, <laughs> Paul Greengrass also knows that when you hold the camera on Tom Hanks's face for a close-up, just to watch him think about something non-verbally, it is riveting to watch that man's mind work. <laughs> yeah, it's a really like detailed performance from Tom Hanks. And I think that that can be very easily kind of forgotten as you're watching the movie and think that there's actually nothing that special to what he's actually bringing on the screen. But it's really fascinating to watch him just like act like, as you said, a normal person. And that's much harder to do than you would realize on <laughs> film. And it's so fascinating to see him like trying to analyze these different situations and plot out what needs to happen and manage his crew and then deal with this um, conflict with the Somali pirates. And it's so fascinating to watch him as an actor go through that. And it's so precise work and only an actor like Tom Hanks could pull it off. Hey everyone, sorry to interrupt, but this is a preview of our full review of Captain Phillips here on the Next Best Picture podcast. In order to get the full review, you will have to head on over to Next Best Pictures Patreon, where for $1 minimum a month, you will get the rest of this hour and a half long review, along with other exclusive podcast content from us as well. You have been listening to the Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we shall see you all next time. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. 
Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.